You're listening to Rama for Today. We, we need to stir this up and realize God is still the same. He was against sin in the Old Testament. He's against sin today. He was against sickness in the Old Testament. He's against sickness today. He made provision for healing in the Old Testament, and there's provision for healing in the New Testament. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth Hagin wraps up his teaching on executing the basics of healing. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message. By his stripes you were healed. You know, everybody talks about the blood was shed for salvation. Yeah, it was shed for salvation. But do you not think that he also bled when he received those stripes upon his back? Isaiah says that his countenance, and the King James says visage, but go read it in more modern language. It said his countenance, his appearance was so marred from the whipping that he took that he was unrecognizable. And then if you want to do some real study about it, go read the description of what a person looked like after they were whipped with the cat of nine tails in Gekki's Life of Christ, which is it's out of print. You have to find it in some library. But he gives a very vivid description of someone that was being beat with the cat of nine tails, of how that they take their hands like this and bend them over with their back, and how that the cat of nine tails, as it came across, would wrap around their body and ripping even the stomach and the face. And when you... When you read, put Isaiah's account and then read what Gecki has to say about the kind of beating that he took, then you could see what Isaiah said that he was, that he was hard to recognize. Is that not what Isaiah says? His visage was marred because of the beating he took. And because of that blood that was shed at that beating, we have a covenant of healing. That's a covenant of healing. You see, but you know, people are talk about this healing covenant that we see established with, with Israel here after they crossed the Red Sea. They'd come up to the waters that were bitter there. And you see, there's, there's a lot of significance in this that maybe you have missed in days gone by. They took a tree and they dipped it in the water. Now, if you don't understand types and shadows, that doesn't mean anything to you. But you see, that tree was a type of, of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you understand anything about this, you understand that people could be and were at times represented by water. Now, you take the tree and dip it into the water. And that's when the healing covenant was established, is it not? The cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
dipped into humanity, established a covenant that by his stripes you were healed. Not you're going to be, not you might be, you were. If you were, then you are, or you, or you can say, I am. You see, you could read that verse of Scripture and people say, well, you're not supposed to change it. But you're not changing it all because it says, by his stripes you were healed. You could read it and it doesn't change it at all and say, by his stripes I am healed. You're not changing the meaning at all. In fact, I know some people that have written in the margin of their Bible, I am out there so that they can see when they read you are, they also see I am. Some of you may have it. Any of you have it that way in your Bible? Oh, I see several people got their hands up. You see, it was established. But a lot of people say, well, now, what does Exodus have to do with us? That was then and this is now. Well, what does God have to do with today? I ask them that won't ask that question. Because if God has something to do with today, and he had something to do back then, then it has to be the same, or it's just not the same God. Because in Malachi 3.6, he said, I, I am the Lord, I change not. So if he was Jehovah Rapha to those people in Exodus, he still has to be Jehovah Rapha to us today or he's not the same. Hello? I'm going to build a case. I'm, a, I'm approaching this to build a case for healing. You know, we, we, need, we need to get a hold of some of these facts. We let them go. We hear so much and we've heard so much, but we need to go back occasionally and go over the same ground again. You will find out after I get through teaching this series on healing, your faith for healing will be stronger than it was before because it's going to stir it up. See, you have to continually go back and get a hold of these truths. Like some things, you know, you have to, you know, sometimes chocolate milk. If it sets for a while, you have to shake it up. Or all of the chocolate is settled to the bottom. We don't see that as much now because they got the, they got the, uh, the, the chocolate milks in the cartons and you don't, uh, the cardboard carton, you don't see it. But, I remember the day when we had uh, glass bottles, and that's all the milk was in glass bottles. I mean, y'all remember that, when it was all in glass bottles. And you, you didn't even have to go to the store. They would deliver them to your, to your door. And you'd order chocolate milk, and, and it'd be down in the bottom, and then this up here would be sort of, you know, it'd separate it, and you had to shake that thing up. 
Well, what happens is that we get so much coming in and taking in so much that some of these truths begin to settle down and the devil takes advantage of us because they're not stirred up with inside of us. Hello? We, we need to stir this up and realize God is still the same. He was against sin in the Old Testament. He's against sin today. He was against sickness in the Old Testament. He's against sickness today. He made provision for healing in the Old Testament, and there's provision for healing in the New Testament. Look at Deuteronomy 7, 13. Now, I'm going to read it, first of all, the way some people want it to read. And he will put sickness upon you and cause you to be stillborn and some of you to die when you're babies and some of you to be sick and crippled all your life. Now, that's the way some people want God to sound. But this is the way God really is. It's 13th verse. And he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine and thy oil the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be a male or a female barren among you or among your cattle. Now, look at verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and will put or like we made the discussion back in the middle or back in the beginning about permit, which seems to be more reasonable. None of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou hast known upon thee. That promise is also for us today. Our God is still not God. Besides that, if you're not sure, then turn over to 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Turn over to 1 Corinthians 10, 11. It says, Now all these things happen unto them, that's Israel, for in samples are examples, are types, and they are written for our admonition. I'm going to read it out of the NIV. These things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. I want you to notice something here. Paul is saying that these things were written down as examples for us. What example is it? What did it say here? And the Lord will take away all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases and so forth. What do we have to do? We have to love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our soul, everything that's about us. We have to follow him. We have to stay under his covenant. The same way that they had to stay under the covenant in the Old Testament for him to be Jehovah Rapha in their lives, they had to stay under the covenant. If we're going to have the same thing here today, we have to stay under the covenant. Verse 16. 
It's real simple. Live right. <laughs> that is the simplicity of living under the covenant. Live right. In line with God's word. Doing what God said to do. He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul, so forth. That's how we love God. And then he said, and thy neighbor as thyself. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. The next item is the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Defeating the Giants in Your Life. All this for the special price of $15.95. That's $9 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can go to rhema.org and find out anything. Now, you can go and order this special that we have, but you can go to our bookstore yes. there and find all, ki all, all of our of products, everything right. we've got. That's right. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.